Okay, we are live. Um, this is episode one, so you want to go ahead and introduce yourself? Sure. Uh, I'm Rohan Chaube. I'm the international best-selling author of the Growth Hacking book and the moderator of Growth Hacking subreddit. Um, Tom, do you want to introduce yourself? Yeah, I should have gone first because now it's not going to be as good going after you because I don't have a book. <laughs> not only is it not an international bestseller, I don't even have a book. Um, but I do run a digital marketing agency, which is Norsu Media Group, um, also an e-commerce store. So got a little bit of experience in the space, even if I don't have a book. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> with that out of the way, let's introduce the podcast. So this is the Marketers Roundtable. And we created this to provide seasoned growth hackers and real life marketers with a platform to discuss growth hacking and marketing amongst their peers. Um, each week, we're going to release new episodes to educate the community on tried and tested strategies, emerging trends, and the expert opinions of other marketers and growth hackers. So in episode one, we have to kind of do the groundwork, which is going to be what is growth hacking slash growth marketing? So. I'm going to hand it back over to the international bestseller to explain what um, what growth hacking actually is. So everyone would have their definition as to what growth hacking or growth marketing would be. But I, I see a standard or, or maybe perhaps the most popular one goes by saying just running growth marketing experiments to uncover either unconventional or maybe underexploited strategies to either acquire or retain users, customers, or even your community. And that's using possibly, you know, minimum resources. When I talk about resources, yeah. it could be the amount of time or money invested or the team behind the growth and uh, all by validating through data and not by instincts. Yeah, like the hacking part, I guess, is, is like the exponential returns. So like, putting in the little resources, but getting a big result. Um, so yeah, that's, that's, that's a good one. And then what's the difference between growth hacking and growth marketing, I guess? Is, that, is there a difference? Yeah, I think um, a lot of people would also try to distinguish between growth hacking, growth marketing. But in general, <laughs> um, I, I look at both the terms as the same. That means uh, you either call it growth hacking or growth marketing. People try to distinguish it saying growth hacking is like picking up, you know, uh, fast track strategies and growth marketing is more of a long term play. But I think that's yeah. just over complicating and making it extra sophisticated than it has to be. Um, uh, just to keep it simple, I would say it's all growth marketing. Uh, some tactics are short term, some tactics are long term. Some tactics are organic, some are inorganic. It's just all under one umbrella. Yeah. I think the only difference I would say is like growth marketing seems like more of a like more of a steady thing. Whereas growth hacking is maybe when when you're really bootstrapping or when you're like just starting out. Like it's it's more startup y and you have to just kind of hack stuff together. But um yeah, I think like growth hack growth hacking is growth marketing. It's just a little bit more hacky. I know that's like the same word. But, um, there is a, a popular term uh, emerging. It's called, um, I think they call it growth strapping. So which is like growth for okay. bootstrap startups. But then yeah. we'll only get to know how popular it gets from here. And since you also <laughs> brought up like uh, the word hacking, 
yeah. there is often a negative connotation to hacking. Um, all of us hate hackers, but then when we talk about growth hacking, we don't re really mean hacking in literal terms. What it really means is essentially three things. One, how do we make existing marketing more creative, innovative, and novel? Uh, the second could be how do we push boundaries of um, existing platforms, finding loopholes and a way to do things better than they we originally do, but with staying within the legal boundaries. And the third yeah. one would be how do we leverage technology like APIs or software or codes or scripts and um, maybe perhaps some tweaks on the product level and um, mm. uh, I, I would put all of this into like what we majorly do as growth hackers. Yeah, I think especially like the, the technology you just said there, like that's key to a lot of the examples that we've seen mm. in the last kind of like 10, 20 years. Um, if, like let's jump into some examples, like some of the more famous ones that everyone will probably know of. Um, like Airbnb, they when they integrated with Craigslist. So, um, Effectively, what they did was they were like, it started off and it was just renting B&Bs um, and they realized that a lot of people were doing that on Craigslist. So from their platform in, in one button, they uh, allowed users to like copy and paste their listing over onto Craigslist, which then plugged them into Craigslist audience, um, which is pretty awesome. <laughs> like when Craigslist was at its peak, it had like millions of hits a day, I guess. Um, obviously, it doesn't really exist now, but... Um, that's like a, a famous example. Um, what what have you got that's like happened in that? Like the WhatsApp or the Craigslist, um, the Cash App? Yeah, so something to do with on the referral front. So recently, um, Google Pay launched in India and the US. And if you invite your friends, uh, to use Google Pay, both of you get some amount of um, cash back and the more you use the app, the more rewards you collect, um, either the cash back or some kind of discounts. So it's more of like um, it's an incentive to, for you to, um, you know, invite your friends and family to the platform. Uh, following mm -hmm. the same, WhatsApp copied Google Pay with their own payment systems and now they are starting to reward users as well. Um, and, and I think that's something also Uber did in, in initially. Yeah. Yeah. So Uber was like, I remember when Uber first launched in the UK <laughs> and like everyone was trying to get the, like the first few people that had Uber, I think one person I knew had like $700 in, um, referral credits. Cause you've got like 10 pounds or 20 pounds per person you referred and they were, they ended up referring like 30, 40, 50 people. So like for a year, they didn't pay for any Ubers because they, <laughs> they had so many. But like that, I think that's the example of like growth marketing, right? Because in that example, Uber had raised tons of money so they could pay 10 pounds per user. But most people couldn't afford um, to do that. Like they couldn't front load their acquisition costs in that kind of way. Because um, it's like with the Cash App or Google Play or WhatsApp Pay, they can afford to do that, I guess. Um, Similar things would be instead of like referring a friend and you getting that money back, I think Groupon did one with, it was like share a deal. So if I did a deal, I could share it with you and then I would get, I would get some kind of like commission or, mm -hmm. or like cash back or something like that, I think. Um, and those kind of things I think re work really well because you're also building the community, right? Like 
community is key to because this is the other thing as well with growth hacking to me is more like the actual getting the growth whereas growth marketing also includes the retention of of those customers or clients whatever they are um i'd say that's also one of the differences but i think talking about community like clubhouse if um if if anyone still uses clubhouse like they had a really cool hack that was it was exclusive right it was like members only you had to know someone to get in and i remember right at the start someone invited me quite early on and like i think ashton kutcher was in a room um you know like naval i think was on there some people from andreessen horowitz were on there like it was really cool and then more, more people joined and it just turned into marketers trying to be marketers and you know just talking about rubbish yeah uh and and i think that's a way of referral without um really spending any money on cashback or rewards right so they gave you access to the platform because someone invited you there and i think that's again use of referrals but without really spending money yeah what they did do that was quite interesting so i think you got like three referral credits to start off with right and then if i referred you and you were like an active user i would get more credits so it kind of rewarded the people that re- referred active people which and is like another people, level which i think is really smart and the new people who joined will have their own r- referral invites yeah exactly yeah um it's super super slick mm-hmm. um do you have examples so, of you know something that you were doing as a marketer um which so i think what we are trying to uh, share is growth marketing or growth hacking is more of like finding novel ideas so is there any mm. campaign that you did as a marketer which was novel back then but now has become very common <laughs> yeah i mean lead magnets for you know like you used to go on a website and it would pop up and say get our ebook um now it's kind of like you kind of roll your eyes you're like i don't <laughs> i don't need a pdf of 10 pages of nothing um but like back in the day you could have like 20% click through rates or like 50% click through rates on on ebooks if they were if they were really well targeted and like i think you still can have success with a lead magnet like that but it just now it has to be like super niche and super valuable um people are weird though people will give their email addresses super easily for for trivial things um but yeah what about you are i you... think when i realized that lead magnets were really dying down what i did is i posted a update on my linkedin i guess back in 2017 18 i don't remember exactly and i i said everyone that comments something like i think i i asked them to write interested and i i'll send them the ebook that i created by curating the top 20 top 10 or 20 social media marketers who were listed on forbes so mm. number one it was a valuable resource second i wanted to push the distribution because i realized that every time you comment on linkedin a percentage yeah. of your followers see the, your activity in their news feed right so even if uh let's say you're not connected to someone you would see their post because one of your friends commented on it so i wanted to yeah. um back on that uh bank on that so i did this I, i was like probably the initial few um people on linkedin who went viral 
and then yeah. after that every other person was a linkedin influencer <laughs> <laughs> so how many so so when you did that how many replies did you get i got 3000 330000 um <laughs> 330000 views and 1000 plus comments and back then i did not even wow. have automated ways to send people the resource that they requested now we have tools that can just automate the process but then it wasn't yeah. popular back then <laughs> yeah like i mean <laughs> hyperury is like as a tool that i see all the time on on twitter that's and happening on twitter the, now exact replica of the yeah. same strategies now on twitter and the, like the, the thing that i like about it being used on twitter is that on linkedin you st if you like or comment you'll appear on someone else's network but I think you can, um, on like a retweet is worth more than a like or a comment on, on LinkedIn, right? So like some of these are saying, okay, comment, make sure you're following and like. Um, Yannick, the guy who, like the CEO of Hype Fury, he said that he had like 3000 followers in like 12 seconds or something crazy because he did one of those things and that like, people just started retweeting it and following him and it's all automated. So. You were there replying to a thousand comments and he's just sat on a beach somewhere probably um taking his sas money and <laughs> and having the automation do it um going back to your linkedin though how many so how many followers did you have or how many like connections did you have when you when you got those 330 because that's nearly half a million impressions how many followers did you have before before that i think i had like fifteen thousand, and then after that okay. happened um i must have added uh, five to seven more thousand there yeah so like 50 percent growth that's crazy um because i see people now as well that have twenty thousand followers maybe and they only get a uh, hundred likes if that on their on their posts yeah. and that's just because engagement's gone down i guess but um okay cool so i kind of feel like we've explained growth hacking quite well there um this is obviously going to be a shorter episode but is there anything else you want to add about what growth hacking is um, I think at the end, uh, it all comes down to um, doing full funnel marketing. Uh, and then, you know, uh, now it's more of uh, having funnels and loops. Uh, we'll get more, yeah. uh, I mean, we'll get to it in the upcoming episodes. But as an overview, I think uh, we have covered it quite well. Awesome. And where's the best place for people to connect with you if they want to ask you a question or something? I think um, we can leave um, a link to our community in the description or yep. um, there is a growth hacking subreddit on Reddit where we can ask questions, start discussions. Awesome. And for me, if you want to tweet me or um, yeah, you'll see the links in the description. Um, so next episodes are going to be um, cold emailing. We're going to take a deep dive into cold email. And then after that, it's going to be how to market in Web3 with NFTs because it's always fun when something like an NFT in crypto, you, you can't put paid advertising behind it. Um, it's always fun to find new and novel ways to advertise something like that. So um, yeah, I hope you enjoyed it. Subscribe um, to our channel and you'll see the new episodes. See you later.